You're not gonna say it Somebody should Let's talk about two time Let's talk about bum one, yeah Asking the questions That nobody could Like where are the bone thoughts And are they in harmony Everybody. Oh man, my voice sounds good today. It's a little, uh, a little smoky here in Colorado. We really need to um, promote these forest fires to let people know that they uh, shouldn't move here. I'm sorry, I have a root beer barrel in my mouth. I kind of looked for a place to spit it out, and then I was like, eh. I can, I can manage, right? I could be quiet. I probably can't be quiet, but I'm going to, oh my God, I'm going to try. <laughs> we got root beer barrels because uh, we watched Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Um, Coonmaster Flex and I, one of us quite enjoyed it. Well, medium enjoyed it. The other didn't enjoy it. However, uh, two important discoveries. Number one, she'd never had a root beer barrel before. Never even heard of them. So we rectified that. I got, well, I ordered two pounds of them because it's like, I don't know. It, it's like one of those candies. I guess I needed to go to the hardware store is what I needed to do. Um, like you go to Ace Hardware and that's where you find root beer barrels and uh, what do you call that? Whorehound or something. They have the candy and those uh, minty discs that look like Pepto-Bismol. Those are, that's one of the craziest candies. Because, like, why, why is it a pink disc? What about a pink disc says mint to anyone? Why, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, most candy, if we call them candy conventions, don't make sense. Like, for example, who decided that, like, uh, you know, bright green meant like wintergreen. I guess that mint, I mean, I'm growing some mint in our porch and it's kind of green, but it's not like electric neon green or like the color of blue raspberry. I mean, blue raspberry, is that even a thing? Or is that just something that we've all been like, yeah, that's what that would look like. None of these colors are remotely and just the flavor of cherry. I've eaten a cherry in real life. I know this is a pretty big announcement I'm making, but uh, cherry I ate in real life. In no way, if I had only eaten cherry candy and then ate a real cherry, I would be like, what the fuck was this? Like, if you didn't tell me that this was uh, the red, I'd eaten red jelly beans, uh, cherry flavor, or cherry popsicles, or whatever, and then you gave me a real cherry. When I ate that real cherry, I would be like, I would, it wouldn't even occur to me that that was the same thing. You could tell me that was fucking broccoli. Broccoli flavor popsicle. I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes as much sense as cherry. 
I mean, at least like banana sorta kinda has a banana thing, or lime has sorta kinda a lime. The citrus seems to be related. Watermelon seems to be in the ballpark, but cherry is like crazy. I also don't think it's a coincidence that um, cherry tastes nothing like its real-life fruit counterpart and is usually the best flavor. There was some candy I was eating, too, that has, oh, dots. Those uh, gumdrops that are, like, without the, they, you know, someone eventually was like, why do we have this coating on gumdrops? Like, was this just to sandpaper your tongue up? Is that, are, I feel like gumdrops, you know how they're like, oh, yeah. Basically, every, every kind of cereal or oatmeal or whatever, somebody's always like, uh, this was invented to keep guys from getting boners. It seems like there were a lot of inventions in the, like, 20s or something that were like, let's keep guys from getting boners. Now it's like every invention is, how can we give guys more boners? <laughs> There's been so much messing with the, uh, the boners of guys. Some, some guy needs to take up, like... You know, I know, like, men's rights is, like, a silly thing, but someone really should talk about, like, hey, you know, that was kind of fucked up that they, like, were basically drugging people so that they wouldn't have boners. That's kind of fucked up, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah, that is kind of fucked up, actually. <laughs> Maybe it's not as fucked up because it, like, didn't work. They were like, yeah, it turns out you can eat oatmeal and get boners just fine. Um... Seems, seems to me. I've done some light experimentation on this. I wouldn't say I ate a lot of oatmeal. Like, not a lab rat amount of oatmeal, but I've eaten oatmeal. And I guess I haven't made the connection. But hey, maybe I'm doing it wrong. What do I know? I'm not a fucking scientist. Not a doctor. Anyway, so there's a shitload of smoke. There's another forest fire in Colorado. It's just like... It's just a thing that happens, man. But uh, we need to promote it more. There needs to be... I'm not saying that, like, I want a bunch of people to die or something. I'm just saying, like, if we could reduce the rate at which people are moving here. The, the number of uh, stoplights that have been added to the highway is asinine. It's like a, it's a problem. I consider it a personal problem. That's all. I'm just asking for, you know, either, either let's slow it down or let's like start using more, I don't know, uh, overpasses and shit. One or the other. I'm fine with whatever. I'm also here, I guess I'll do like my anti-Colorado chunk. I've also heard supposedly like... The thing that everyone told us all along was like, oh, uh, weed being legal is going to be fucking amazing for the economy. Like, it's going to be so awesome for the economy and blah, blah, blah. And I guess no one really thought about it because we just all assumed that would be true. But I don't notice a huge difference. Maybe the schools are better. I mean, that, that was kind of the dream, right? It's like, let's legalize weed. People will get stoned slightly more, probably about the same amount. 
and uh, we'll spend the extra money on the schools. And, like, they'll have, I don't know, fucking TI-83 calculators. Or, like, I don't... It's probably, like, a TI-T-1000 or something by now. I don't even fucking know. It's, like, a guy who comes with you. A robot man who stands there and tells you the... You know, you're like, what are what are the answers? And he answers you in an Austrian accent, a robotic Austrian voice. I don't even know. Point being, I would think that they would all be, you know, they'd be like, oh, we're going to do school online. And they'd be like, well, that's fine, because I just will go into my school pod that has, you know, built-in touchscreens and all the best educational technology that's ever been created. But uh, it doesn't seem like that's what's going on. It seems like everything's just kind of the same. So I don't know where this weed money uh, went. I'm not entirely sure that it ever showed up. And uh, if it did, I'm not sure what was done with it. It seems like the weed money didn't happen. Um, Or, I know this would be a huge surprise. It's just gone to stuff like uh, nonsense. You know, it's kind of like, I think... I don't know. I don't want to sound overly conspiratorial, but I tend to think that, like, a local government will probably, whatever its budget is, will probably find a way to spend up to that budget. So, who knows? But, yeah, you would think, I don't know, it's something. You'd think the kids would be going to school in a fucking flying bus or some shit. Or that, like, pneumatic tubes would be just shooting them off to school or whatever. But it sounds like, I don't know, I... I swear to God, like, it's a good thing I don't go visit schools anymore, because I think if I saw someone going down the hallway with, like, a TV strapped to an AV cart with, like, a tow cable, you know, ratcheted down to keep it from falling off on some kid, I would just be like, seriously? Seriously. This is... Okay. That's fine. (laughs) I just... I don't know. So, the weed thing is, like... It doesn't change your life much. I guess if you're, like, really into weed. But everyone who I knew who was really into weed seemed to be getting weed just fine. I've never known anyone who was, like, really into weed and did not live in, like, a legal weed place who was like, oh, my God, I can't even do it. Like, whatever. I think it, it probably works for, like, the small subset of people who are like, you know... I don't really like it that much, but if it was, like, legal and around and abundant, I guess I would do it, but whatever. So anyway, I I don't know. Something went wrong here. I don't know if it's not expensive enough or what. People are sure as hell buying it. I mean, like, throughout the entire pandemic and stuff, it's, like, the one place that was still crowded and still open, by the way, were weed dispensaries. (laughs) Like... Weed dispensaries and liquor stores almost immediately got their, like, exemption for, like, necessary service or whatever. It's like the grocery stores were open the whole time, but then the weed and the liquor stores were, like, two days or something. And then they're like, oh, fuck it. I guess if people want to go get weed, like, what are we going to do? Maybe they made that argument. They were just like... Hey, look, this is just going to mean everyone gets their weed from dealers instead of from us. And weed dealers must have been like, shit. Anyway, I don't know. Fuck weed. I don't care about weed. 
Um, the mountains are coming up. The mountains, everyone. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why people... People seem to think that Colorado is basically... You're in the mountains if you're in Colorado. Like we all live in Aspen or something. And it's like nothing like that. If you've been at, in like western Nebraska, pretty close. More of the state is like that than is like Aspen. Just a heads up. And uh, every probably five years, there's a horrendous forest fire. Which doesn't really matter to me because like mostly, uh, you know loss of property and stuff. It's not like LA, I think, where people are sort of living in the can. Everyone's living everywhere there, so it's not like a forest fire can destroy a bunch of trees and shit and not destroy a house. I mean, that's just how it's going to be, but here it's a little bit more like, well, the people whose houses are getting destroyed are people who uh, have cabins in the mountains, and so you're like, eh. That's pretty, uh, I think they'll rebound just fine. Usually these seem to be second homes, too. It's not like, oh my god, our only home. I mean, it sucks. I, I don't wish it on anybody, but it's, I don't know. But why am I, I'm trying to convince everyone it's not so bad, but I don't know what I'm doing. The cabins, too, are like, not cabins like, you know, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead cabins or something. I don't know if you can really get, like, shithole cabins anymore in Colorado. Like, it seems like you mostly go up to cabins and they're pretty nice. <laughs> like, I don't, it's weird to me because, like, people build cabins. But the cabins are basically the same as a house that they have. It's just it's got, like, exposed log beams or something. And then they're like, ah, now I know I'm in a cabin. But it's sort of like, well, this is like as plushy as your house. Like, what's even... Why? I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, Pee-wee's Pee -wee's big holiday. That's where we got off on was... <laughs> one of us liked it and one of us didn't, and I got root beer barrels. Uh, that's I. It took me this long to remember how to, like reel the the line back in and be like what the fuck was i talking about but uh root beer barrels peewee's big holiday the other thing we got from it was uh the next cat name the name of our next cat so that's exciting because peewee has a middle name and it's pretty great um good old peewee i love peewee i i feel like i want to do a campaign Except I feel like it would have the opposite of the intended effect. I just want to have a campaign and be like, okay, you know Pee-wee is, like, actually not a bad guy, right? Okay, number one, he's not a sex of, like, he's not a uh, child molester. So what Pee-wee got in trouble for was jerking off in a porno theater. Which is something that wouldn't even happen today, I wouldn't think, because I don't know why you'd be jerking off in a porn theater. But it really brings up the question of, like, why are cops, like, sitting in a porno theater looking for someone jerking off? I mean, come on. If someone's jerking off in a porno theater, I mean, I know that that's not, like... I understand that technically that's a crime. Okay? I understand that. But, is that the crime that we're really worried about? I mean, 
Come on. This is like a, a guy puts in a fence and it's like four inches taller than it's supposed to be or something by city code. And it's like, eh. I mean, have you taken care of everything else in the in the city at this point? <laughs> like, you've got nothing to do? I talked to a guy who will remain nameless. Um, he works in, like, disaster recovery kind of realm. So he works with a lot of um, fire and police and stuff. And he was talking about how the police in a city near where he was... Um, they were doing a bunch of busts on illegal massage parlors. So, you know, like the old rub and tug kind of place. Which was stupid, because first of all, I'm like, I don't know, I don't really care. I mean, I guess maybe there's something to do with, like, human trafficking going on there, in which case I'm like, yeah, okay. But I don't, I don't know that, uh, for example, giving some, like, guy a ticket, or... I a court appearance or I don't know is that a sex offense I don't know what happens when you get busted doing that but is doing that gonna like stop the human trafficking I'm not sure that works but anyway that's what they were working on and so basically though this chief of police was like well I mean we kind of get get an idea like for the most part if you're talking about an illegal rub and tug operation You're talking about not like a premier spa that has like a nice website and shit, you know, or like you go in there and it's like 80% ladies go in there. He's like, yeah, usually that's not, it's usually in a strip mall. It's usually real cheap. The windows are, you know, all blacked out in a weird way. And uh, anyway, he's like, usually you can, you can pretty much guess whether, whether or not it's even remotely likely, right? So, you know, he, he being the chief was like, well, I give myself the ones that are most likely not jerk off places. So he's like, so basically my job a lot of days is to go and get a massage and wait and see if they offer to jerk me off. And if they don't, then I leave. And it's like, okay. I feel like that's maybe in the same realm where I'm just like, eh. I mean, if this is what it takes to stop this from happening like isn't there a better way also i'm not i don't know i don't know enough i guess i don't know enough about human trafficking i would think if you were getting human trafficked that you probably wouldn't just be jerking people off but who knows it seems like you could convince people who weren't human trafficked to do that for the for the right price i would jerk someone off for the right price i think I don't think I'm saying something wild. Maybe not, but I mean... Look, if someone said, I'll give you a billion dollars to jerk off some dude, I'd be like, yeah, it's probably going to happen. We're going to have to deal with some fallout on this. I'm going to have to deal with what falls out of this penis and then the fallout of that. Anyway, point being, Pee-wee got busted and it's like, yeah, he was doing a crime, but come on, like, what... If there's ever been a victimless crime, I would say it's probably that. And the other thing is, it's sort of like, I think, got into the public eye because he was like on a kid's show and got busted doing this, that somehow he was like a pedophile. I bet a lot of people think he's a pedophile and he's totally not a pedophile. 
jerking off in a porno theater and having sex with a child are like so different. It's like not even, they're not even in the same world. I mean, I would argue that jerking off in a porno theater is like way less of a problem than a DUI, right? Like you could really hurt someone when you get a DUI, but who are you going to hurt jerking off in a porno theater? Or, uh, I don't know. It seems like a very lesser crime. I mean, like a vehicular crime of some kind. Lots of celebrities have been involved in, like, minor crimes of different sort. I mean, Martha Stewart, what she did was way worse than jerking off in a porno theater. And everyone's just like, eh, fuck it. Who cares? Maybe it's a morality thing. I don't know. I don't get it. Leave Pee-wee alone. (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like I wish I could do, like, some kind of campaign to be like, hey, here's an information campaign. Here's what happened to Pee-wee. Everybody should be nice to him and just, like, let it go. You know? Is he unsafe around children? I don't think so. I mean, is there a children's host that didn't jerk off during their period of being a children's host or didn't watch pornography? That's the other thing is I'm like, hold on. I think that uh, recent events warrant a reevaluation of Pee-wee. Because you look at, like, a Bill Cosby or a Harvey Weinstein or something, and you're like, okay, that's pretty fucked up. And then you compare that, you're like, all right, so, you know, this person was, like, drugging people and raping them. This guy jerked off in a porno theater. Mm, okay. You know what? I feel like, you know, you can do, like, an honorary degree Or there's an asterisk by the record and something. Or, you know, it's like, I don't know if you can retroactively do something like that. Like, can you retroactively take away the Nobel Peace Prize if, like, if I think Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize. So then if he'd somehow introduced something that caused us to, like, bomb another country, could he win the Peace Prize? (laughs) I mean, could they take his Peace Prize away? Could they be like, dude, (laughs) what the fuck? We gave you the goddamn Peace Prize. Not one of these, like, lesser shit prizes, like, for literature or something. I mean, come on, man. Uh, uh, Try and have some fucking standards already. I don't know if they could take it away, though. If they were, it's like, well, do they operate like, hey, listen, for that year, yeah, he was the most peaceful guy. He did the most for peace. And then they're like, now, in subsequent years, he wouldn't win. Would he win in the year he bombed whatever? No. I don't even know how he did this, but, you know, let's just say he went crazy and went rogue and got his hands on a dirty bomb (laughs) and blew something up. That would be a really, um, a really bizarre turn for politics, wouldn't it? Because it'd just be like, wow. Um, okay, that's, or maybe, you know, Jimmy Carter did that and you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what happened? That guy was like doing Habitat for Humanity. He's like a million years old and he's out there like hammering nails or something and to build a house for like poor people. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to blow up the subway. But uh, I, so I don't know if they can rescind this stuff, but I feel like it's like we need to somehow culturally rescind our uh, lambasting of Pee Wee. And, like, I don't know, he should get some money or something. Because he would have been able to continue doing stuff if we hadn't fucked with him. 
like we did. Let he, is, he who is without sin cast the first stone, as they say. But uh, anyway, I, you know, Pee-wee's big holiday was, like, fine. It was kind of funny because he had, like, a big crush on Joe Manganiello. Um, that was probably the best stuff. It was, you know, it was fine. It was just kind of, like, about Pee-wee needs to get out there and, like, taste life or something. But he really didn't, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. He had, he had a big holiday. I'm just glad that he's he's doing stuff. I'm just glad to see he's, like, out in the world. And uh, I recommend following on, you know, Instagram or whatever. Good old Pee-wee. That's, uh, that's like one of my hills to die on, I guess, is Pee-wee. But, you know, this is like a... It'd be like if someone was uh, trashing Reading Rainbow or something, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's... Let's re-examine this here. It's like, okay, we can re-examine things from the past and say, you know, maybe that wasn't the force for good that we thought it was. But, like, let's go the other way. Let's re-examine something and say, like, you know what? That was actually much more forgivable than we made it originally. Um, I'm now entering Ram Country. I'm picking up Poonmaster Flex from work. So the college is, like, sort of back in session, sort of not. That's, like, the big thing right now is all the colleges are, like... Well, it seems like what's happening is colleges are going back for about a week. And then somehow, mysteriously, a bunch of people contract the virus that is, like, flying around everywhere. And uh, then they basically go all online. Um, conspiracy Pete. I'm going to share my conspiracy theory. This is not like a deep conspiracy, like somebody engineered this to take down the system of higher ed or something. Um, my conspiracy is just that um, I think what colleges are doing is because, you know, everyone's being pretty tight lipped about like, I'm sure or I would think that someone somewhere is like, OK, let's look at this realistically. How many people can we quarantine at once? And what's the number we can get to of cases slash quarantines before we're like, look, this isn't manageable anymore. Like we can't have this many people. We don't have space to quarantine this many fucking people. What's the number? Um, they must have that number, but it seems like they're not revealing that number. And my suspicion is that what the schools are doing is they're like, all right, we have to like have everybody back on campus because otherwise, every, no one's going to fucking pay as much to come to school. Like, nobody's going to pay these outrageous fees and whatnot to live here and to, like, go to school if it's all online. Which is fair. I think it's probably fair if someone was doing school all online to say, Hey, listen, some of these fees, I don't think I should have to pay. Or if you're not living in the dorm, I think the dorm is a pretty big money maker for colleges. So that's a thing. Um, so I think what they're doing is like making the effort just enough so that they can basically say like, Hey, we tried, we don't, you know, we don't know any more than anyone else, how this is all going to work. And then once it all goes to shit and they have to shut it down, they're just like, well, we made our best effort. That's part A and part B is when they inevitably shut down, they're going to say, 
they're going to basically blame the students, which isn't totally wrong because it's like, I'm sure there are a bunch of students who are not going to like behave in such a way. They're not going to prioritize not getting a virus. And I mean, it makes sense. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that when I was like 18, that I would have been like, oh, I got I got to be so careful for so Ryan Reynolds grandma doesn't get sick or something. I probably would have wanted to do the things I'd been doing at a certain point. And I mean, I probably I probably would have wanted to like run track and stuff because that's like what I enjoy doing. And I probably would have been like, hey, listen, this isn't going to kill me. So like, what's the big deal? I mean, you know. I'm just that's that's the perspective of me at 18. Um, now I understand why that's not true, but I'm not 18 anymore. I'm also not like 18 and moving out of you know the control of my parents for the first time. So I think that's like a whole other layer. But uh, anyway, I think they're gonna kind of like look at the students and say, "Oh, you guys fucked it up." See, we did all this stuff. Like, when you were in class, we could control your behavior and we could do this. But, like, I, be- I bet you there's going to be a bunch of stories about, like, any parties that are happening off campus with, like, over 20 people and stuff like that. That's going to be, like, a big deal now. And then, you know, they'll just have to shut it down. But it'll be like, well, it's kind of the student's fault. And it kind of is and it kind of isn't. Because I think it kind of isn't because I think about, like, myself in college and, like, I didn't do, I didn't go to parties. I don't know if I went to any parties when I was in college. Uh, maybe like one. And it was with like a friend that I didn't even go to college with. It was a friend I've had since like middle school. <laughs> I went to parties with, not like uh, friends I made in school. And, um, but like I had a roommate and it's not like I could control what he was doing. What am I going to do sternly? sternly ask him to not go to a party i mean how's that gonna go that doesn't seem like a successful way to manage it oh hey we're an entire university with a system of like behavior management and stuff and like you know we've got this team that addresses like when someone graffitis a swastika on a field or something but when it comes to like managing a virus or something you guys can just manage yourselves right (laughs) Like, you guys can control it. And if you don't, then it's kind of your fault, right? I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, I don't really want to talk about the virus. I just feel like that's what everything's about. And I, I, I don't care. I care about it. I'm trying. I'm trying to not get it. I'm trying to tell you that I'm this way. My voice is this way from smoke and not from virus. Because that's, I'm pretty sure that's the case. It's quite smoky. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's getting pretty fucked up. I'm just curious to see, too, because, like, if colleges and then you've got also, like, elementary schools and shit. Everyone seems real concerned about the elementary schools and shit, but I'm kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, you're the te. When I was in elementary school, it wasn't like I was going from class to class, so it's like I saw 20 people in this class, 20 people this class, 20 different people in this class. It was like, oh, you just see the same 20 other kids every day, so I guess either your class, someone gets it, and then everyone gets it, or no one gets it. So, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, f- I feel like it's a little bit more a uh, problem on a college campus than on in an elementary school, to be honest. It's like, well, I don't know. What are you going to do? Like, And you could just keep the kids home, I guess. <laughs> Fuck it. They could just stay home. I heard an interview with a writer I like, Chuck Klosterman, and he was like, honestly, my kids are going to remember this as a really good, they're really happy. They're like, they've never had as much, they're pretty young, but you know, he's like, they've never had this much time with their parents and this much time with uh, both of their parents, like focusing on them. And like, you know, we like eat lunch together every day and we like go for a walk or something like every day. And, you know, they're very happy. And he's like, I think it's entirely possible that my kids will look back on this time as a generally a good time and not a horribly restrictive time or whatever. But anyway, I was uh, thinking I need to go to the hardware store, too. I've been, like, toying with this idea, because in that same interview, um, Chuck Klosterman was talking about one thing he's wondering about is, will coronavirus be the end of bar culture in America? So, like, people go into the bar and stuff like that. And so then I did think, like, what if I opened my own bar? And then I just thought, what if I just built a bar in my garage? <laughs> and I'm kind of like, and I basically spent the entire weekend on Pinterest, of all places, like, looking up home bars and, like, plans people have made. And I'm like, you know, I don't think this would be that difficult. Like, I think it might be doable for me to make a home bar that fits in my house and could fit through a doorway and is on wheels and uh open it i've already got a name for it it's called somewhere because it's always five o'clock somewhere and i'm almost positive that somebody else has probably come up with that before and therefore i have not looked it up at all because i'm like well why look it up just to find out that what i already know which is that i didn't have a creative idea I had, I did have a creative idea though. I think someone should start a business and I was like, maybe I'm the right person for this. So I'd be like, okay, I'm a librarian. I do research. People trust, trust the word on research from a librarian. So what I do is I set up a service where I say, okay, let's say you have an idea or a joke or something like that, that you want to share. You have a premise for a book. You have a name for a business, something clever. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I want to find out if anyone has done this before. Um, I could find out. That would be my job. And then I would certify for you, no, I didn't find anyone else who has this. The other option, um, the sort of under the table option, would be, well, here's what I would do. Okay, so someone comes up with an idea like a bar called Somewhere, because it's always 5 o'clock somewhere. And... uh, You know, I come up with this idea and I say, well, fuck, I mean, that seems so obvious to me. Like, once you say it, it seems so obvious, which is what makes it great, but also seems to make it pretty unlikely that I'm, like, the first one to think of it. So, what my service is, is you contact me, and then I, quote-unquote, search for other things called this, and then I get back to you and certify that I didn't find anything. And so then what you do when there's trouble or someone says, like, that's not an original idea or something is you can produce that document that says, like, 
well, look, I made a good faith effort to find out if this was a, already a thing. And uh, I was told that it was not a thing by an authority that I paid them to check. So I don't know what else you want me to do. I'm a very important businessman and therefore don't have time to do these kind. What am I supposed to do? Google bars called somewhere all day? Like look up LLC? I mean, what am I supposed to do? So then, yeah, you just basically you pay me to say, to say, eh, fuck it. Because here's, here's what I was thinking that's kind of weird. All right, you open a bar called Somewhere. If you'd done this in 1950, it wouldn't really matter if there was a bar called Somewhere, like if there was five of them in every major city. Because it's like, well, as long as you were the first one where you were, it doesn't really matter, right? I mean, it'd be like calling your place Pete's or something. And it's like, I mean, there's fucking a thousand places called Pete's. What? Why? Of course. But it's like, well, listen, it's not like somebody in Denver going to Pete's is going to be confused because there's another Pete's in Boise. Where it's like, well, look, I have no way to actually know about both Pete's without being both in Denver and in Boise. But see, now we're in like internet time so what i can't i really can't i can go on there and be like oh shit i can just google search yelp and be like bar somewhere and probably find 50 of them and then i'm like well damn it now i know it's not an idea so now you like know it's not an idea you probably always did but it's like well how many fucking good ideas are there there's like five okay and they've all been taken so it's like all right I feel like, although what my service is offering is a little underhanded, it's kind of just like saying, look, does it really matter if something is like 100% original? I mean, do we really care? Does someone who comes to the bar called Somewhere in Greeley, and they're like, oh, let's go over to Somewhere, and they're like, ah, you know, I love that place, except there's another bar called that. Oh, fuck. And then I kind of just started to hate it. Like, no one's going to say that. It'll be fine. We'll just call it somewhere. It's a good name. It's a good idea. And uh, I could make money basically reassuring people that, hey, it's okay to have, like, you know, more than one thing called a thing. I mean, who cares? Especially something like that. I wonder if it is different. Like, if you have a, a restaurant called Pete's Pizza Hole... And then there turns out to be another one in Kansas City. Is that a problem? Or are people like, eh, it's fine. We don't care. You can't open up, you can't open a Chipotle. <laughs> because that already exists. But if you want to open up Pete's Pizza Hole, we're down. We're into it. We love it. First of all, we love it. That would be, I, don't, I wonder how close you can get to a name like Chipotle. You know, like if I opened Pete's Chipotle, would that be close enough? Or would they be like, no, 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 no. I'm a little curious. Like, I don't feel like this has always been the case, too, because it seems like certain things like uh, book titles... Like, if you've got, like, a one-word book title or, you know, like, a one-word is in the blank, it seems like there's more than one book with a certain title sometimes. So I kind of wonder, like, has it always been like this? Has it always been like a 
a thing where you can't have more than one book with the same title? Or is this like a new thing? Because now it's like, well, now you could discover that there's another book called... I mean, there's a, a movie called The Thing. There's three movies called The Thing. But, you know, I assume they paid some rights or got some rights somehow. They're like, The Thing. I mean, how generic is that? How can you have, how could you copyright the thing? <laughs> or, you know, if you just called it thing? I mean, can you copyright the name, the thing of the character from the Fantastic Four? That doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't seem like you should be able to, because it's like, I mean, first of all, that's not like a creative endeavor you went on here. Oh my god, thing. What should we call this guy? I don't know, Thing. I like the Thing. I think his name fits. But I'm also like, dude, it's not like uh, you just fucking painted an entire word picture for me with that name here. Come on. Come on. You're not gonna say it. Somebody should. I think. Let's talk about two time. Let's talk about bum one, yeah. Asking the questions that nobody could. Where are the bone dogs and are they in home?